This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, what up, what up, what up, America? Okay, we're jumping right into it. I told you this was a continuation. We ran out of time uh, yesterday's episode, so we're going to jump right into it. (coughs) My voice is trying to go out because I've been yelling at stupid people all day. (laughs) Me. No, (laughs) not I'm messing around. Zach. Um, Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about uh, the responses to my first ever speech um, at a church. And, and most of you have listened to that, uh, from, I guess this will with, after this one, it'll be two episodes ago. Monday's episode. Um, and so I want to talk about it a little bit. So, uh, as always, I will say 95% of everybody's, uh, things have been positive, right? Um, which is per usual, but, but with something as serious as speaking in a church, I want to address the few things that I've heard. So first of all, I want to talk about the people that have said, uh, well, you know, they, they liked what I had to say, but they just uh, don't understand why I would go to Greg Locke's church. So <clears throat> here's what I'm going to say about that. Um, here's what I've learned uh, from months of doing research. Literally, Zach knows this, literally traveling the country, going from pastor to pastor, church to church, mm-hmm. talking to people, um, all this stuff. Here's what I've learned. Church, there is a church world, okay? And and most pastors, most everybody uh, do, don't want this to be talked about, and they especially don't like me talking about it. And, you know, the more and more I go, the more and more I realize why so many churches won't let me go speak is because they know that I'm going to say it. <laughs> and yeah. so that's why they don't want me to talk about it. You would think that if the ultimate goal is to spread the word of God, the true word of God, right? Not the sugar-coated fairy dust version, uh, the real version, the you know the, the the grace and the truth. And I'm not going to go into that again. If you want to hear that episode, go, you know it's Monday's episode because I don't want to repeat things that I've said over and over again. But but church world is very faction. It's very cliquish. It's very it's very the opposite of what. I truly believe church world should be. If the point is to win people's souls for Jesus, and then once they become a Christian, to equip them to go out and speak the truth of the Bible, uh, win, uh, well, not win over, but get people to church to for God to work on their hearts and change uh, their souls, then why are we fighting against each other? And, and I know that everybody that listens to this show is not a Christian. So again, I present the argument out there. You have to ask yourself the question, even if you're not a Christian, but especially if you are, if the overall goal is to win people for Jesus, equip and then send out, 
if those are the overall, you know, tenets of Christianity are called the Great Commission, all of the above, then why don't churches work with everybody who wants to do kingdom work? Why is that? I mean, you really have to ask yourself that question. Why? Mm-hmm. What, what, what other reason could there possibly be besides territorial reasons, money reasons, <clears throat> or God complexes that you believe you're right 100% of the way and nobody else can bring anything to the table across the board? All three of these are anti-biblical, all three of these are anti-spiritual, they're anti-God, all three of them, all right? All three possibilities. And I've really, really tried to pick this apart, and I can't identify any other reasons why this would be the case. And so for the few people that have had things to say um, about me speaking at Greg Locke's church, uh, well... Invite me to speak at your church, and I'll come there. Here, and, and I did say this, and I will repeat it again. Look, I'm not a pastor. I did see a lot of those comments. Oh, he's a pastor now? No, I'm not. And if you listen to the whole episode uh, or the whole video, you know that I said that multiple times. Hey, look, I'm not a pastor, okay? I'm a Christian. This is what I see. Uh, your pastor has been kind enough to invite me here to be able to speak to you for a couple minutes about what I feel like we as Christians need to start doing, right? That is the whole point of this whole thing. Um, so I want to read a comment here. <clears throat> this uh, and, and it's always the churchy people. I love this. I always love the churchy people. All right. Graham, I must say, you don't much resemble Jesus, who remains the Lamb of God, kind and loving, gentle and sweet, strong, but a real gentle man who doesn't shout in the streets. Where is the love? Where is the humility and meekness? Um, First of all, you contradict yourself. You say uh, Jesus is kind and loving, gentle and sweet, strong. But then you repeat gentle man. Uh, He's also not a man anymore. He's the son of God. But either way, semantics, right? Like, because that's what you're doing to me. But either way. Um, who doesn't shout in the streets. Are you sure? Did you read the same Bible I did? I'm pretty sure Jesus got mad there one time, uh, with some tax collectors. So, you know, don't tell me (laughs) that that that's not true. What do you, that's not true. It's not true at all. In fact, the Bible talks about a lot of times, uh, Jesus went to teach and preach, the gospel, right? So the Bible actually talks about the differences between teaching and preaching, that there is a parallel of a difference between the two. Because if there wasn't a difference, then why would the Bible say Jesus went to teach and preach the gospel? That would incline that to preach the gospel, there's a little bit more of a something to it, right? When you're preaching the gospel. I mean, Zach, please chime in if you think I'm wrong in any of this, or, or I mean, let me know what you think. But, but you have to ask yourself those questions. If the Bible identifies that there's a difference between teaching and preaching, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a preacher either. But when I speak, I speak in a tone that is to get a point across, right? And so... Where is the humility and where is the meekness? So first of all, I don't know where you got the humility from. I thought I was pretty 
tried to be humble during that entire thing, saying that I wasn't a pastor. I'm not perfect. Uh, talking about people with scars and how we're not worthy. And the truth is we're not, but through God's grace. I mean, that's, you know, that's 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 identifying the fact that we don't mm-hmm. deserve a whole lot there. So I mean, I don't know what you got there, but but the meekness. So I wanna I wanna I wanna address that. <clears throat> and this goes along with what I've talked about in the church right now. The church is or Christians, um, churchy people. I don't even like identifying them as Christians, churchy people. Uh, they like to put things under categories because that makes them feel better, not necessarily because they're right. So there are a lot of people in, you know, churchy people that would say that I'm bringing politics into the church. When in reality, what I really want to talk about are moral things like abortion, uh, the ability to protect the country that we're in in free speech, et cetera, because how long do we allow our country to be destroyed to where eventually our Christians are persecuted in the streets, et cetera? But I don't believe those to be political issues. I believe those to be moral issues, and I believe those to be relevant to the Word of God. Churchy people want to put moral issues underneath political issues to hide so they don't have to talk about things. That's what they that, that's what they do. So the sanctity of life should not be a political issue. We make it a political issue, but then also churchgoers are ignorant. I'm sorry, but you are. Okay? You're ignorant to the fact of if you think that there's a separation between politics and our life, you're either stupid or ignorant. I mean, I mean that's what it is. And I'm not saying that to be like condescending. I'm, I'm, I'm just stating it as matter of fact. Politics in this country affect every part of our everyday lives. Literally, two and a half years ago, the government shut down churches. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and the same people that will scream separation of church and state, you're the same ones that overlook the fact that the state literally told the churches what to do. Where were you then? Oh, you were at home. That's right. (laughs) You were at home hiding. That's where you were. You know, I did a lot of research on church and state. And Thomas Jefferson never established that to keep the church out of the, the open forum of political discussion. That was never the point. The context of it is our founding fathers came from a land where the state, the government, actually dictated church. Mm-hmm. That's what they came from, where if you didn't attend a certain type of church, you weren't allowed certain type of status, etc. In fact, did you know, I already know you don't, so I'll explain this to you. Thomas Jefferson was the first president. He was the third president, but he was the first one to do this, where he did not mandate through the government a day of fasting and prayer. Did you know that? Did you know that? I did not know that. You want to know why? Because he did not believe that the government had the authority to mandate religious things on the people at all. But he fully expected there to be rigorous discussion on both sides of the aisle and that the church should be able to discuss freely and have rigorous discussion. And then the non-church should be able to discuss rigorously and have vigorous discussion. 
But the reason he did that was because he felt it was creating an open door for the government to dictate what people do in regards to religion. The, the worst mistake Thomas Jefferson made is he said the separation of church and state instead of saying the separation of state from the church. That's how he should have labeled it, because that's what he meant. And people today know what he meant. That's the, that's the thing that irritates me the most. And you, churchy person, you know what he meant, too. We talk about the Bible in context all the time. Well, what, what about the context of the founding fathers? Why would they, why would they create, and it, again, this isn't even in the Constitution. This is drafted paperwork from Thomas Jefferson later on. Yeah. But why would he even say that to mean that the church has no business discussing political things when they're coming from a place where the government told the church what they can and cannot do? Yeah. Obviously, that's what they meant. That's just, you're the same people who thinks the Second Amendment was made for hunting. No, everybody hunted back then. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, they came from a place of a disarmed society. And they wanted an armed society here in America so the government could know. Anyway, back to the point. Meekness. Meekness is another word, all that to say, Christians are doing the same thing that the news, the left, everybody does. You're taking words, you're perverting them to mean something that they were never supposed to be meant for. Meekness has a limit. Meekness for forever with no truth, with no repercussions for actions, etc. What is it? It's nothing. And another person's meekness is another person's cowardice. Another person's aggression is another person's just normal talking. Uh, an, uh, one person's uh, bland expressions is another person's breakthrough. And another person's passionate display of speaking, like I do when I talk, is just the right amount of knocking at their door they need to hear what I'm actually talking about. It's all about interpretation. I'm not your flavor. That's fine. But don't accuse me of not being humble or not having meekness or not being gentle. I'm gentle when I need to be gentle. But the problem is right now is not the time for gentle. Because all we've done is be gentle. All we've done is grace, 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 this. Oh, don't talk about that. Blah, 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 blah. You have to counteract things. If you have stage four cancer, you're not going to ease into the treatment. See what I'm saying? You have to be aggressive and then you taper off as the, as the enemy or the threat starts to subside. For every action, there is an equal but opposite reaction, right? Anyway, that's what I believe and that's what I feel. Anyway, but to close this up, the people that said, oh, you shouldn't have spoken at Great Lodge Church, I'll say it again and I say it to everybody here. I will go speak what I believe I'm supposed to go speak to whoever will have me. Let me be very clear on this microphone, if you're listening through audio or on this camera, if you're watching on video, I'm not playing your church politics. I'm not doing it. Just like I don't, just like I never really fit in 100% on the political side because I don't play these stupid freaking games. I don't do it. And I'm not doing it with the church. 
You're not going to tell me where I can go. You're not going to tell me where I can speak. The door is open to any church of any denomination in any city, in any state. And I'm going to go where they will allow me to come and speak. The end. And that's how I feel about it. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are charging you a premium fee every month for data you don't use. Stop paying for things that you don't use. Instead of paying $89 a month, why don't you just pay $20 to Pure Talk for the data that you actually need? I made the switch from AT&T, and I'll be honest, I was nervous at first thinking, is this coverage really going to be good? Am I going to drop calls, slow internet, etc.? And I can tell you firsthand, the 5G service is that Good. Also, the switching was way too easy, and now I'm looking to convert everybody in the company to Pure Talk. Stop paying greedy wireless companies. Instead, support my guys at Pure Talk, a company whose customer service is based in Georgia, just two hours away from me, a company whose CEO is a United States veteran, and a company who shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, then enter the promo code GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, and save 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham now. All right. Okay. So apparently COVID is back. Oh, cool. Um, uh, and, and miraculously, uh, Dr. Fauci has reappeared. I thought we were done with him. Uh, they say, I just read an article today that this is Omicron variant BA5. So I didn't even realize that we had had four other variants of Omicron, which Omicron was the most transmissible, but least deadly and least severe variant. And now this is like the fifth variant. And most everything of research I've read is every time it variants itself, it may be more transmissible because it's a new variant, but it's it's a yeah. less version of itself and so anyway this is fauci just the other day coming out of his little rabbit hole here we go anybody wants to put this pandemic behind us and feel and hope that it doesn't exist it does nobody says it doesn't exist everybody just is moving on with our lives because we're not crazy people we're not crazy people we are moving on with our lives because yeah covid's never going to go away I think by 20 years from now, COVID would just be like another version of like the cold. And I'd say it already is another version of well, the cold. Well, I mean that they'll actually acknowledge oh, yeah. that it's another version of a cold and it's like no big deal. Literally, it will become, yeah, you got COVID. Shut up. Go to work. <laughs> you know, I oh, mean, yeah. like, I, I really do. Um, but here's the interesting thing I read in the article. It, the article read, and this is fear mongering, the article read, this version, BA.5 of Omicron, is the worst one yet. That's what it said. But what it was talking about is in realms of spreading. Because uh, even Fauci admitted that uh, vaccines don't work very well uh, in general. But they all repeat the same things. Uh, that, oh, I'm super thankful to have been vaccinated because it would have been you know, far more deadly if I hadn't. I ain't caught COVID again. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. Since I got the original, you know, monster big boy variant in the very beginning, right? I've been sick since then. Maybe I would have tested positive for COVID. But guess what? Life keeps on going. In fact, the only people I know that have had multiple infections two or three times are all vaccinated people. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all vaccinated people. Everybody I know, Justin in there ain't got it once. He ain't got a vaccine one time. That the cure to COVID is in Justin's DNA. I'm telling you, that dude. We should go donate him to science. I should. I just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and sign Justin up for a bunch of experiments. <laughs> anyway, but but it's deceptive because in the article it goes on to say that it that that it is very transmissible, and as of right now, it makes up 56 percent of all COVID cases. Um, and it is very elusive to the vaccines because the vaccines are a joke. They don't work anyway. Um, But what they refuse to say is they've got all this evidence to report how how bad it is on how fast it spreads. But then it goes on to say there's not enough evidence to say if it's more severe in illness or symptoms or not. What? How can you how can you have evidence showing it's this big, bad strain or variant of Omicron that would insinuate that there's a lot of people getting it right yeah but then you claim there's not enough data to say if it's going to be more severe than omicron variant four that don't make no sense those two things don't add up how can you have one set of info but not the other these people that got omicron ba.5 whatever you're calling it are they sick (laughs) <laughs> like, like, what is good? Do they got the sniff sniffs? Well, I mean, what, what, what's happening? I wonder if that's what I had a few weeks ago. Maybe. And if that's true, then I'm I'm freaking Blade walking out in the sunlight here because you were <laughs> sneezing straight on me and, and, and all in the air. That's that's my point. Did, I went to a Braves game. I'm fine. Uh, I went to a sweaty tent, spoke at a church. We go to that pizza buffet place. We got, man, I, yeah, man. I, my point is that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it, it's like Cat Williams. He said there was a chicken wing shortage. He said, but nobody, he said, but they got thighs. <laughs> he said, how can you have a chicken wing shortage? But you ain't got no chicken thigh shortage. Said, I don't know if you've ever seen a chicken, but they're normally attached to each other at the same time. He said, that doesn't mathematically make any sense (laughs) how that even works. Nothing makes sense. How do you have enough data of sick people or confirmed cases to know that this is a big deal because it's highly transmissible, but you don't have enough data to know if it's more severe in symptoms or disease, that doesn't make any sense. That's what we call a lie, and no one believes it. Um, okay, moving on. All right, we have recently had some huge wins for truth in the American family. It feels like the pendulum may be swinging back to that time of great American values, and the center of that change has to be the family, your family. Ronald Reagan once said, all great change in America starts at the dinner table. There's no company doing more to help you bring your family and friends to the table than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers delivers a 100% American meat experience to your door. They guarantee you meat that is born, raised, and harvested here in the U.S. so that you know where it comes from and who you are supporting. You're already buying meat, so why not buy in the way that strengthens the American farm? Your country and taste buds will thank you not only that i personally eat it 
all the time. It is a mainstay at my house and we use it and eat it every just about every single day. <laughs> Make sure to use my code Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to get $30 off your order. Plus, get free express shipping. You can make gatherings at the table common again with Good Ranchers. Take advantage of this offer before it's gone. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to start bringing people to the table, creating change in America, and eating seriously delicious food from Good Ranchers. Let's talk about this um i was going to talk about twitter suing elon musk but i actually want to talk about something that i'm seeing that's going on and i'm saying this because i believe this is something people really need to pay attention to so we've been talking here in the office uh the days of the viral social medias are over mm -hmm. they're just over they're dead and, and and we're trying to figure out why that is so we started doing a little research <clears throat> and what these big tech companies are not pointing out. I don't know what's happening here uh, because it's not, it's not, it's not censoring of speech. In fact, I haven't been fact checked in forever. I can't remember the last fact check I got. Um, something is happening. And, and, and this is me like just telling you, I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you something's happening. Um, Facebook is laying people off and they're halting hirings by like 30%. Twitter has halted all hirings. Uh, Google has halted all hirings and is laying off people. Um, Facebook, this is, this is the Washington Post, okay? Facebook's stock price has fallen nearly 52% mm -hmm. since the beginning of the year. Did you hear what I just said? 52% percent now how does facebook run facebook runs off of uh content off of viewership uh that viewership leads to businesses spending ad revenue money those ads pop up in videos uh facebook takes the majority of the cut and then the creator of that content gets paid money too that is the whole thing yeah. <clears throat> i believe that apple it's not going to happen today. It might be a couple years from now. I believe Apple making it to where people can opt out of apps being able to track them. That's for YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everything. I believe Apple <clears throat> may have just single-handedly destroyed social media as yeah. we know it. I, I, I really, truly believe it because the entire model of social media apps is algorithmic-based performance to show you what you're interested in and then insert businesses that spend money for you to see their products and then you go there. But now with the ability for you to opt out of them being able to track you, that entire system on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, even TikTok, Snapchat, all this stuff. It their whole their whole infrastructure no longer works. It, it it just it doesn't work. So the business model is shot. And so <clears throat> I'm beginning to think, I used to think that this would never, ever, ever be the case. I'm beginning to think that Facebook is a lot closer. They just reported the first loss in users ever 
in the history of the company. That was last quarter. And now this quarter, they're, they're reporting uh, massive layoffs, 30% uh, decrease in hirings, and a 52% stock plummet. You, you could be seeing a MySpace situation right now with Facebook. And Wouldn't that's that be something? <clears throat> and that's crazy to even think about because Facebook has become such a staple in the lives of everyone, every business, every movie, every person, every everything. But something is going on. And, and I, I have no idea what the plan is. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, if Facebook can't make money off advertisers, if Instagram can't make money off advertisers, if Twitter, if TikTok, if all these people, how do they make money? <clears throat> and that's the thing you have to remember. Oh, well, they make money off users. How? Oh, you have a billion users a day that use Facebook. That's great. How does Facebook make money? Through advertisers. So if they're no longer able to advertise the same way, I, I don't know. I like, like this is my, you know, Graham conspiracy moment or whatever. I'm telling you that I'm telling you that I'm telling you something is happening and it's only going to get worse. I, I like something bad is going on behind the doors of these social media companies, something horrific, something that potentially could change our society again, much like the emergence of social media changed our entire society. Something is bad, 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 wrong. Something. And I don't know what they're going to do to fix it right this second. I have no idea. Um, and anyway, that's my, my warning, I guess, if you will, like these are just things that we're seeing. Everybody we know sees it. Um, I think it said uh, 500 uh, small businesses have had to lay off over 50,000 people. And I think they said that the ad spending budget on social media platforms for this next quarter will be cut 37% because wow. nobody's, nobody's spending any money online because, it, because Apple destroyed everything <laughs> when they made it where you can't track. And so I don't know. And, and in a weird way, I don't know how I feel about it either. There's one part of me that's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And then there's another part of me that's like, maybe we should all just go dark. <laughs> you know, wouldn't bother me. I mean, yeah, you know, and so it's a weird it's a weird place that I find myself in. Um, anyway, OK, moving on. You know what's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. Well, you know, Janet, who did understand, that would be real Americans and the people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting your savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical 
gold. And it's not too late for you to take action now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 for a free, no-obligation info kit now. All right, uh, let's talk about <clears throat> good old AOC, and this is oh, how our favorite. this is how this episode is going to end. So, there's this comedian slash reporter. What's his name? Um, uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, but anyway, there's this comedian slash reporter that uh, he reports, but he's also a comedian. <clears throat> and so, I'm going to play you the video so you can hear what he said. Like I said, he's a comedian, like. Do I think he's, you know, kind of inappropriate here? Yeah, absolutely. But it's more about what AOC said in the tweet showing this video that I want to talk about. Okay, so here we go. Here is this guy um, right here. Uh, this is what he had to say to AOC. She's walking up the steps to get to the Capitol or to where her offices are. Here we go. You're my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. What you look do a little selfie? Look at that dress. Woo! I love it, AOC. All right. Oh so, my so again, yes, inappropriate. Yes, I I agree. I wouldn't have done that. But here's the thing. In the tweet she put with this, you'll see it on the screen here. It says, here is a video he posted of the incident. I was actually walking over to deck him because if no one will rep will protect us, I'll do it myself. But I needed to catch a vote more than a case today. AOC, a congresswoman, literally just promoted violence. She said that she was on her way to physically assault this man for words, right? Now, I'm not saying that his words were appropriate. I wouldn't have done it. I'm from the South. That's not how you talk to a lady. But but, but my thing is, this is the same woman that said uh, this. <clears throat> the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To the folks who complain protest demands make them uncomfortable, that's the point. Interesting. So that guy obviously is pro-life. Mm -hmm. He was, yes, he was making inappropriate jokes about her booty. Uh, but, but, but it was more so a stance about abortion. And then you, why is this still up on Twitter? That's what I want to know. Yeah. How is this not violating? Isn't that a call to violence? You were going to punch this man in the face because he was a protester, uh, against what he doesn't like that you do. These hypocrites get away with everything. What if you would have tweeted about decking the lady that called you the American Nazi? Yeah. Now I'm going to punch her right in the right boob. I'd be over. Yeah. It'd you, be done. Suspended. Media Matters just cut that clip right there and says, Graham Allen wants to punch a woman in the boob. <laughs> Very interesting stuff from AOC, but it doesn't stop there. Ooh. So this is her in another tangent. She was in rare form yesterday. Listen to what she has to say here. I'm just going to play it, and then we'll talk about it. Here we go. 
these insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is gonna make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. So that's all I got to say. What about Thank you, guys. Did she just say in that right there, did, and I'm just asking, did she just say that the police and the Capitol Police opened the doors wide open and let people in? Like, I'll play it again, because I, because I, you know, uh, let's play it again. There were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside See? who were very mm-hmm. clearly sympathetic with what was She's going talking on. about the officers. And opening yeah. the doors wide open. And opening the doors wide open. Do you hear that? Very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here. So she's talking about the footage. So AOC, the most unlikely of candidates to do this, a Democrat is actually acknowledging for the first time, to my knowledge, she's acknowledging the footage that shows the police officers letting the people in to mm-hmm. the Capitol building. And all of that footage that we showed for years now, that every time we try to show it, it gets deleted off of Facebook. She's acknowledging that these people were just walking around the Capitol. They weren't burning the Capitol yeah. down and stuff. And police were just walking around with them. Now, she's trying to say, you know, that these officers need to be dealt with and all this other stuff. Yeah, whatever. What I'm saying is, in her rant to try to go after the officers that she deems as working with Nazis, pretty much. She admits that she has seen the footage that shows that the police officers actually let these people in. Mm-hmm. I find that absolutely fascinating. That's what we've been saying this entire time. I, dude, the more and more it goes, the more and more I just I, I I I don't understand how people can still just just deal with all this. I, I, I don't know. Here we got some more things to talk about. I lied. We got some more things. So oh. all of that to, to to go with this inflation just jumped to nine point one percent. These people are fundamentally trying to destroy everything. Okay, and on top of that, <clears throat> Marjorie Taylor Greene actually uh, posted a really powerful thing. So, inflation, all right? <clears throat> Here's the thing. This was uh, a newspaper back in 1955. Okay. Okay, and we'll put the picture here for you guys to see it. Um, this was advertisements for a house. Okay? This was a two-bedroom, one-bath, screen porch with a carport. Okay? Okay. Uh, the entire price, want to take a guess? 
$10,000 with a monthly payment of $47.92. A three-bedroom, one-bath, screened porch. Any guess? 11000 A whopping $450 more for $7,900 with a monthly payment of $49.74. You see, what's happening with this inflation rate is it's actually destroying the American dream. The ability to work one job, provide for a house, provide food for the family. If the wife wants to work, great. If she doesn't want to work, she doesn't have to. You can have kids, have a home to raise them in, things like that. Nowadays, the average price of a home, now that was the average price of a home period in 1955. Now the average price of a home they're reporting due to inflation. This was before the latest number. The average price of a home across the entire nation, $600,000. Now that was before this inflation. It's crazy what these people are doing. It's crazy. And, and, and they want to divert attention to January 6th and all this other stuff when AOC just let it slip that she, she saw the footage just like we did everybody else that they didn't break in. They were let in. The doors do. They, they were let in. <clears throat> and a lot of them are walking around taking pictures of stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk about Elizabeth Warren here. Um, and this is Elizabeth Warren seemingly complaining that there are more pregnancy crisis centers than there are abortion centers. So she seems to be upset that there are more centers to help women in a crisis pregnancy situation than to murder the babies. Listen to what she says. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts, and we need to shut them down all around the country. Wow. She would rather shut down the clinics or the centers that are there to help women get through this pregnancy. She would rather them be murdered instead. This woman is the most evil, one of the most evil. Pure evil. I don't even have words for that. We should shut down all pregnancy crisis centers across the country, especially on the heels of Roe v. Wade being overturned. We should shut down the pregnancy crisis centers. Are you mad? Crazy. Last but not least, we have a, uh, we have a viral TikTok video that we're going to listen to. Um, And this is a, a BIPOC they call themselves B-I-P-O-C, a black indigenous person of color. Mm. I believe that's what she says that she is. Listen to what she has to say in today's America. If you're a white liberal leftist or consider yourself to be a white ally, I have a challenge for you. Don't create any more content on TikTok until September 22nd. And honestly, you deserve a break because... Every day is a white person day, and y'all must be exhausted. What? So while you sit back, listen, learn, 
and truly decenter yourself, Black, Indigenous, and other people of color, we got it from here. Please, though, continue to like, comment, and share our content uh-huh. because y'all are always talking about how you want to support us and create equity. But the truth that so many of y'all oh, are unwilling to accept is that him. you do not want Black, Indigenous, and other people of color to lead and pave the way because what would we do without your perspective, your voice, your commentary, your education? So now the left, the woke liberal people that claim that they love black people and all this stuff, now these people are turning against them and basically saying, shut up. See, this is the thing. Black indigenous person of color or whatever it is that they identified as, um, you don't really want equality either. And, and I hate to say this, I'm actually defending liberals right now. Wow. Like you, you, you want the liberals to shut up and you want white people to share your content, which makes you more money and makes you more famous on the internet. Uh, and that's your version of equality in today's society. It never ends, man. This is, I leave you with that. That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dear America. Make sure to share with your friends. Uh, Share this with five people. Tell them to subscribe. Every subscription helps. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure if you want to donate to us and help us continue the mission we're fighting for, go to GrahamAllen.com slash give. Every dollar helps to continue our fight for freedom. Later.